Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome back to the Chelsea Podcast. I'm Chaz and as ever I have Mooch with me. Hello Mooch. Hello mate, you good? Yeah, I'm alright mate. Um, Nice to be back with you. Um, And we're joined once again by uh, Daniel Childs from the Son of Chelsea Podcast and CFC UK magazine. Daniel, Daniel, thank you very much for joining us. Daniel? No worries. (laughs) And that's a new one. (laughs) Yeah, beg your pardon. Put my teeth back in. Um, I'll, I'll so, be signing him in uh, January. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's Sheffield United on Saturday, lads. And, you know, we have wiped away, let's hope, the despond of uh, of uh, last weekend's performance and everything that came out of that. And it's a new page. It's a new start. And here we go again. And we're playing the team who are rock bottom <laughs> of the Premier League. Surely, surely. This is the time for us to put in a decent performance for people to gain a bit of confidence and for us to get three points. Mooch? Well, Sheffield United are looking at this going, we've got a chance. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That's the difference. Like, they're rock bottom going, hey, if we do what we can do, we know we might be able to grind out a result here. And I think that's half the problem. People, teams don't fear us. Teams have... Like they 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 get that second win they they've got that motivation, um, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long long end to twenty twenty three, man. <laughs> I mean, this. I mean, there is an argument to suggest this is a bad time to be uh, meeting them. Not you know, forgetting our our own form. Um, obviously, Chris Wilder's come in and. They had a, a, a two 0 defeat to Liverpool, in which they were probably slightly unlucky, I would say, and and then managed to get a win against Brentford. Hasn't lifted them off the bottom, um, but you know, beating Brentford was more than we could manage. Um, and they are a tough, physical, hard-working side. Daniel, how do you see? I mean, all that aside, we should still be beating them, shouldn't we? 
Yeah, we should. But there is, you know, with Wilder now back at the wheel, I, I, there's a lot of there's a lot of red flags about Sheffield United. Um, I, you know, in terms of what this Chelsea team struggles against: hmm. physical, direct, probably low block, probably out to frustrate, and against a Chelsea team who aren't flowing with confidence, and they'll already be that atmosphere that tension around Stanford Bridge before a ball has been kicked on Saturday that's just the reality of it and because it isn't against Man City because it isn't against Arsenal that kind of inbuilt support of the team that is there for those big games is not going to be there I, I don't suspect as much so the team has to rally themselves in a way which you know makes it even more difficult when you are under pressure to win that's not to say that Chelsea can lose on Saturday and it's absolutely fine. Obviously not. Um, I, I think the one thing that I'm kind of clinging on to is I, I do think that this season there is a massive gap between the three promoted sides and the rest of the Premier League. I think mm -hmm. we have seen that consistently. I think that now arguably as the season has gone on, we have seen the likes of Luton start to bloody the nose of some teams and, and especially at home. Um, and even Burnley have, have been able to get some positive results in recent weeks, as you mentioned, Sheffield United um, have as well. But I still do think there is, a, especially away from home, there is kind of that thing where I feel like Chelsea can still get the better of Sheffield United, obviously. And um, I think all of it, it, it sounds just so Michael Owen, and I hate to say it, but it, it really <laughs> is about that first goal in the first half. And if Chelsea can get, a, we always say about these low block situations and the Brentford game you reference is a perfect example. In that first half, Chelsea had several big opportunities. If mm. we score any of those, I think Chelsea win the game comfortably mm. because Brentford were basically in their own half. They were really struggling to get out. There was no momentum for them whatsoever. It wasn't just, a, it wasn't a good low block performance because Chelsea were creating opportunities. Mm. And I think it'd be the same case on Saturday. If Chelsea score within the first 20 minutes, I think Chelsea go on to win the game. I don't know how comfortably, but I think Chelsea go on to win the game. Um, we always know in these type of situations, if Chelsea are huffing and puffing, nothing's coming off, the crowd's getting more tense and frustrated, then it becomes a little bit more of an open game in that second half. And then That's Sheffield United probably kicking towards their own fans in the second half and then looking for those set-piece opportunities to capitalise on. So it, there's no there's no point trying to say there is. we all should go into this game feeling confident and there isn't a banana skin here because we all know there is. But I, I do think that that intensity and that we have to have a clinical edge. There's no two ways mm -hmm. about it. Chelsea are not going to have loads of loads of space to, to walk into like they have against better teams. There's a couple of really good points you make there, one of which is that you know, I've noticed at the bridge that the atmosphere has been, particularly after a loss or or a or a or or a bad or a bad performance, the next home game, um, and you're not playing one of the bigger sides. The atmosphere has been decidedly muted, and I think it's it's been nervousness. It has been, you know, I mean, a couple of Oppo fans have said to me, "Oh, didn't much of your crowd or whatever," and I was saying, "Well, you know, you're looking at what you're talking about, what you're expecting." is, you know, people to be sort of incredibly behind their team when they're playing someone that they know they should be beating, but they're they're not beating and they're not playing very well and they're incredibly nervous about that. And, you know, I, I just the, the difference in atmosphere between between those big side games and, and the and the game and the teams that we should be beating has been massive. And that is well, I, I think, think that's a there bit is of a problem. there is almost like a parallel of this game to the Southampton one last uh sorry this year 
think it was back in February, where again we were. I think we just lost to Fulham away, but you were looking at Southampton, who'd been absolutely tragic, and you think surely, <laughs> surely this is kind of a bank up for Graham Potter. Like this, this has to be three points, and then it wasn't. And again, that was another situation, a classic game of Chelsea just losing control of it it's- and doing all the worst things against a team looking desperate, putting it's- bodies behind the ball, and it's, 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 it's those basics. It's insane to me that we gave, you know, we gave Southampton six points last season and they were, you know, clearly absolutely the direst team in the division, but also just generally quite dire, you know? I mean, anyways, but moving on from that, um, <laughs> things are things are marginally better than that. And the other point I think you were making there was that it was the, was, was the start. And I think it, you know, what you don't want to see is that nervousness creep into Chelsea's game and, and what you want them to see what you want to see is a start that says we're not going to take any bollocks here. You know, we're going to go at this hammer and tongs. We're not going to be muscled off of stuff. We're not going to be uh, shoved off the ball. We're not going to just allow you to uh, keep us at arm's length. You know, we're going to move the ball quickly. Uh, We're going to get into space and we're actually going to, we're going to start effectively. And this is a team that can be scored against. I mean, you know, all right, admittedly Wilder is now in and things may have changed a little bit, but, you know, Burnley got five against them, admittedly, with a sending off. Um, Newcastle got eight, for goodness sake. So this is the sort of team that really I'm I'm desperately hoping Potch is going to stay from the outset. Let's go at the jugular. What do you reckon, Mitch? You'd hope so. Um, and, and when we do get those early goals, we do look like a different team. Um mm. But who is going to get those? Confidence is everything, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's the compounding confidence uh, issue that we have again. Who's going to get that goal? Is it going to be a penalty? If the, I don't care how it comes, we just want that early goal. We have to come out the come out the gates firing. Um, mm. uh, I think you're going to have Raheem Sterling return to the to the starting lineup. Um, mm. Conor Gallagher has got to be in that team. Um, Palmer. I mean, do you, that, I was going to say, you know, do, do you start? Do we put Palmer back out wide? I mean, particularly as I think you're right. I think Sterling will start. Um, do you do you put Palmer wide right and Sterling wide left and lose Madrid, or would you play? Um, would you play more of a? Uh, uh, would you put Palmer in the middle um, and play Madrid uh, wide left? Um, I think Nkunku is going to feature in this game. Yeah. I think uh, I think there's been um, some hints on the uh, fifth yeah, well, stand up. <laughs> well, Dan, Daniel um, Daniel posted something that really made me laugh actually on his Twitter account, which was that you know someone someone said, "Oh, you know Lavia and uh, Lavia and Nkunku seen training with the." Chelsea squad, uh, seen in full training with the Chelsea squad, and Daniel put on Friday, Poch says, yeah, Lavia and Nkunku will play no part on Saturday. <laughs> uh, and that is really how it's been. You know, we've been sort of gagging. We've been straining at the leash for, you know, uh, at least one of those two players to to, to be fit. Uh, but, you know, and we've been tantalised by pictures of them training for about the last three or four weeks, and it hasn't occurred. Daniel, this time, what do you reckon? Are they going to be starting? And what would you do with our front three there or front four? Yeah, I mean, I, I am, I, I can't really give can't a lot starting. of confidence. Yeah, I think Sorry. especially how long they've been out. Um, yeah. But it does 
feel like a perfect environment, especially, you know, for Nkunku. Yeah. I'd be interested to see a, a 4 2 3 1. And I think the biggest yeah. problem We've you been have. About that here. Well, 4 2 3 1 or 4 3 3, because I was really excited by the way Chelsea played when Palmer started instead of Jackson against Arsenal. Um, and Palmer kind of played a, a centre forward slash false nine role to kind of simplify. Deep line. Deep line. Um, yeah, or just where he's playing a lot more in the centre, which I mm. think is where he feels more comfortable. Agreed. Kind of this wide player. And then maybe you have two out-and-out wingers, Mudrick and Sterling, uh, either side of them. I guess the problem is then where do you put Conor Gallagher? Because you want Gallagher in this team, right? Uh, but then how many times are you not going to play your 200 or whatever million midfielders that you've paid a lot of money for, right? And um I think that that becomes a, a tricky situation um, because I still would like to see Enzo in the team, but I, you know, I, I don't think Enzo has been playing badly, but I haven't seen enough from him. I've been more impressed by Casado. I think Casado has actually had to do a lot of work on his own um, at times, especially down the flanks to try and help Chelsea out. So then maybe you see Casado and Gallagher and then a free behind a striker, but it's, it's, I think it's that intensity. I also want to point out set pieces. I think set pieces, we've we done really well from attacking them against Brighton. And I'd like to see that happen again. And it comes from aerial threat. It comes from having a tall, you know, taller players within there. Axel Dezassi, Levi Colwell, Benoit Badia-Shill. Um, and better delivery because Chelsea are usually atrocious with delivery from set pieces. So it was actually a surprise to see us actually beat the first man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, two goals from corners against Brighton was absolutely astounding. Admittedly, there was no Lewis Dunk that day, but, you know, it was just, I think we all we were kind of all gobsmacked by that. Um, so just just very quickly, I mean, what happens, both of you, do you, what do you think the effect is of us not winning this game? Because let's face it, as you <laughs> as you have alluded to, Daniel, it's 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 not beyond the bounds of possibility. Yeah, I mean, I... I... It was interesting. On I, I didn't make a show this this Monday because I was a little bit like, could we see a statement drop about Pochettino sacking? Because I wouldn't put it past this ownership. Mm. And I do wonder again. I think we all suspected that Potter would have been sacked after the Southampton game, and he wasn't. Um. So yeah, I think it would just. Get, I mean, listen, will it be any radically different to what it has been so far this season, so far this year? I, I don't think so. Uh, does that mean that Pochettino was instantly sacked? I'm not entirely sure, but it just would be a real concern because then you're actually really, really looking down the table. Mm. And then I think those fears about immaturity in a potential relegation battle become <laughs> even more severe, don't they? And, and it's ridiculous to think we're even talking about that, but that that is just where we are, right? I, I mean, I see us as being solidly mid-table. I, I, mm. there's, there, are, there are enough worse teams and we have enough... So far, we've had enough decent performances and we've got players coming back. We have players coming in who have been injured and we will stick mid-table. But Mooch, do you, I mean, you feel like it's, uh, I mean, I don't think this is a relegation battle side, but do we have to be clear that, you know, that it could be, it could be mid-table and these, there are going to be games like this where we could slip up? Yeah, yeah, we're definitely finishing mid-table. There's no European sort of uh, uh, dream happening and, and and any thought of that has to really just it's gone Be nipped in the butt. yeah <laughs> yeah um, Got that. yeah it's, so can we lose against sheffield uh yeah um what would happen if we do uh, fuck knows 
because <laughs> <laughs> fuck no. Well, it's because, honest. Yeah, like I, I really don't. I can't, I don't know. I don't think anyone knows because it's it's kind of it, it's panic stations if it does. Yeah. Um, you, you know, especially yeah. With that's the, the that's the thing, isn't it? It's it's the fear. It's the it's the ongoing effect. It's not the loss in and of itself. It, and it's compounded by the PTSD of last season. <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> what do we do? Do we stick? Yeah. Do we twist? Do we just give up? Do we just become an ice hockey team and get Peter Cech to sort of come back? <laughs> the, the one thing I would say, though, is is that we, we did have a very quick turnover to a League Cup quarterfinal, which I think is on Tuesday. It's not on mm. Wednesday. So it's not like there's a massive week gap no, true. to another game. So... I mean, I don't even want to think about it. I'd like to think that we're going into that game feeling confident, but mm. I, I can't blame Chelsea fans for this season, for the recent weeks, for this year, to be going into this game with a sense of dread. Like, how can you not, given mm. what we've experienced? And you can't just wipe that out of your memory. Well, I hope it doesn't translate to, you know, what's coming off the terraces to the players. It might yeah. a bit. Let's hope it doesn't too much. So, you know, if you're going on Saturday, um, do please give it the full welly, folks. Now, we're running out of time, so I'm going to ask you to put your heads on the blocks, chaps, and come up with a prediction. Uh, Daniel, we usually say you can give a head prediction and a heart prediction, um, although they may also be one and the same, of course. But um, what do you think is going to happen result-wise? I think Chelsea are going to win 2-0, um, and I think I'll go for both on there. Uh, I think Chelsea will... We'll get it done, even if it is at times a little bit stressful. Fair dues. Mooch, over to you, man. I was going to say 2 0, but I can't give the same answer, so I'm going to go 4 0. <laughs> Did I just be optimistic? Nkunku scoring all four goals. Yes. <laughs> yeah, in his 10 minute cameo at the end. Yeah. And then he gets I'm... injured. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say 3 1. Um, and I think we're going to. Go 2-0 up, and I think we're going to get scored against, and I think there'll be some slightly shitty underpants, but uh, we'll come through at the end, and, and Kunka will come on in the last five minutes and streak away to score the, the decisive goal. <coughs> uh, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> thank you for joining us once again on the Chelsea podcast. Daniel, thanks so much for coming back to chat to us. No worries. Thanks for having me on again. We'll see you again, I hope. And uh, don't forget to listen out to uh, Son of Chelsea, Daniel's podcast. And Mooch, magnificent to see you as ever, my friend. As uh, Likewise. Likewise. And we'll speak to you. Thanks, buddy. We'll speak to you all again very soon. Keep the blue flag flying on. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.